Hello and welcome to the Trinity Fit Over 40 podcast with me, Rob Burkhead. And me, Ben Hughes. We are the co-founders of Trinity Transformation and creators of the Fit Over 40 method. And for more information about what we do, go to www.fit40info.com. So in today's episode, we're going to reveal the 16 best alcoholic drinks for weight loss, specifically for women over 40. So sit back and relax and welcome to today's podcast. So one of the most common questions that we get asked about how to lose weight over 40 is how can I drink alcohol and still lose weight as a woman over 40? And we've worked with so many women who are in their 40s and 50s who felt stuck because they didn't know what drinks to have while socializing um, and still see results in the mirror. So they were stuck in a position where they could either not socialize with their friends because there'd be too much peer pressure to have a drink and they'd end up having the wrong things or they would kind of give in to that and just drink all of the wrong things anyway and see their weight going up every month, even if they're trying really, really hard to lose weight. And neither of these things really work long term if you want to have a social life and if you want to see good results with your fitness. So a lot of these women, they try to find a way that they can have the occasional drink, but still lose weight. But if you don't know what drinks to have and what drinks will fit in with your nutritional plan, it's easy to end up having too many calories from alcohol, even if you think you're making the right choices. And that can quickly lead to extra pounds creeping on around the middle, especially for women who are in their 40s and 50s who are already dealing with physical and hormonal changes, changes which can make it easier to gain weight, especially around the middle and more difficult to lose that weight again. But if you know what drinks to have and which drinks to avoid, you can enjoy drinking and you, and you can enjoy socializing with your friends and you can still get the scales moving, drop a couple of dress sizes and feel amazing in all of your clothes. And you can do all of that in as little as 12 weeks while still enjoying drinks and socializing. So in today's podcast, we're going to reveal the best alcoholic drinks if you're a woman over 40 who is looking to lose weight. So before we get into the revealing those drinks themselves, let's just do a little bit of background on why alcohol can disrupt weight loss and also why specifically for women over 40 it can be a little bit more of an issue as well so first of all alcohol is fairly high in calories and on top of that it's not really very filling or nutritious and you can't get away from sort of the basic science of fat loss so if you want to lose weight you need to eat the right amount of calories if you're consuming or consume the right amount of calories i should say because obviously you can drink calories as well just like with alcohol if you consume too many calories there's no way you can lose weight. Nothing you do will mean you can lose weight. And alcohol itself is very high in calories, even though it's a liquid. And it can be clear, it can look innocuous, it can actually contain, well, it often contains a lot of calories. So alcohol contains nine calories per gram, whereas carbs and protein contain just four calories per gram. So it's actually a lot more calorie dense than carbs, which a lot of people think are fattening, and protein. Fats are, ah, I got that wrong. Alcohol is seven calories per gram, I should say, <laughs> just to clarify. Fats are nine calories per gram. Alcohol is seven calories per gram. So the only thing that's sort of close to alcohol is actually pure fat. So like cooking oil, butter, lard, that kind of thing. So hopefully you can start to see from that example how calorific alcohol can be. And on top of that, because alcohol isn't very filling, people generally don't really adjust their food intake to compensate for the extra calories they're having from alcohol. 
So that can quickly lead to gaining a lot of extra weight. So for example, if you drink one extra glass of wine every evening on top of what you're eating to maintain, you'll actually gain about a third of a pound of body weight every single week. So over the course of the year, that could add up to way more than a stone in weight, in weight gain just from drinking that one extra glass of wine a night. So what we recommend to all of our clients to side of our Fit Over 40 program is not to cut out alcohol completely for most people, some people do, but just to make it fit in with their overall calorie allowance. So if they have an evening event coming up or a barbecue, a celebration, they might have like a smaller breakfast and lunch to allow themselves to have a bit more flexibility in the evening to have a couple of drinks without it impacting their results. Or they may change their drink choice to choose a drink choice that's going to be a bit lower in calories to make it work for them as well. And we're going to talk about those today. Now, there's two more things as well that can um, that alcohol can affect kind of that make it difficult to lose weight. So on top of the fact it's very calorific, as we just talked about, it can also lead to the munchies. So what this means is you've probably experienced this yourself. If you drink, most people's resolve goes out the window after a couple of drinks. So after you've had that drink or those two drinks, you know, you start to feel relaxed. Things like salty snacks and comfort foods are much more appealing. That pack of crisps or nuts, you know, you just can't stop picking at them. And once the booze kicked in, kicks in, we just don't know when to stop. And this means not only are lots of calories consumed from alcohol, but lots more calories are consumed from food too when people drink a lot. And then to add insult to injury, if you're going through menopause, so this is kind of the last, um, the last reason you kind of want to avoid drinking too much alcohol. If you're going through menopause or perimenopause, so this can be five to 10 years before sort of official menopause, so it can be even in your early mid forties. If you suffer from things like hot flushes or disrupted sleep or aches and pains, night sweats, if you have any of those menopause side effects, alcohol will make all of those a lot more, lot worse. So the problem with that is if you don't feel great, you're having all these hot flushes, you're not sleeping well, which means you're going to be tired, you're aching all over. What that then means is you're way less likely to stick to some sort of diet or healthy eating plan or exercise plan. You're much more likely to just say, sorry, I feel crap, so I'm not going to do that. And then it can lead to this vicious cycle of then comfort eating or drinking more, and then feeling worse and worse and worse. So if you're feeling those sort of menopause side effects as well, it's going to make everything even worse. So it's very difficult to lose weight when consuming too much alcohol on a regular basis, but you don't have to give it up altogether to see good results. Like many of our clients still drink, but they make better choices. So they're still able to see amazing results in the mirror and lose one to two stone every 12 weeks. So what we're going to do now, and Ben will kick this off, is to run through some of the best alcoholic and non-alcoholic alternatives, which would help you see amazing results without having to miss out on social events and without having to miss out on these, these times with your friends and family. So first thing, I'm going to run through the low alcohol versions of kind of a few of the popular common drinks, a few of the drinks that you might have. And the low alcohol drinks or like alcohol-free drinks industry is kind of one of the, it's one of the fastest growing things at the moment. You're seeing... You probably notice when you go into the supermarket now, there's, there'll be quite a big alcohol-free section, just like it didn't used to be a very big sort of gluten-free section or free-from section and, and like that. You usually have a massive, an entire aisle for like free-from stuff now. And it's the same with with um, alcohol-free. You usually have a whole section of the shelf with all your all the kind of normal things you would expect, but in alcohol-free version. So just kind of illustrate how these can differ or how these compare to their full alcohol counterparts. Here are a few examples. So let's start with beers and ciders so if we look at beers and ciders 
If you have Heineken zero, so it's a 0.0% alcohol Heineken, it's 69 calories per bottle. So just press down the bottle, compared to 139 calories per bottle for regular Heineken. So you can have roughly two non-alcoholic beers for each alcoholic beer that you might have. And like, it's worth noting that not only are you getting the benefit of getting less calories in or being able to drink more and not have as many calories, but you also get those other benefits of, um, you know, you, you miss out on some of the other disadvantages that you've, that Rob's already covered in the, in the podcast, for example, you know, um, alcohol making you crave other foods, um, the way that it can impact your hormones, menopause symptoms, everything else. So not only are you getting less calories, you also miss out on all those other disadvantages. The second one then, and these alcohol free beers, they do vary quite a lot. Um, probably they vary more, I'd say, than normal beers in terms of calories. So it's worth having a look at the pack of whichever one you want to buy. You know, you might have a favorite beer. It might be Peroni, Heineken, whatever. Get the If you have the alcohol-free version, have a look at the back of the packs of all the different ones and see which ones come in at the lowest calories. So the second one is Brewdog Nanny State, which is, a I don't know, some sort of an ale. I think they just call it a hoppy ale on the can rather than call it an IPA or anything like that. But those ones actually come out at 20 calories per can. So they're even less calories than the Heineken. That's for the same size can as well. And if you compare that to the normal kind of Brewdog Punk IPA, that's 158 calories per can. So if you have the alcohol-free version, you could have literally eight alcohol-free Brewdogs for the amount of calories in one normal Brewdog. So it's a, it's a massive difference. You could drink eight bit, you could go to a party, turn up with your eight cans and you could get through eight cans. So you could always have a drink on your, in your hand. You could be downing them. You could do whatever and it, and it won't make any difference. You'll still, you'll still feel like you're drinking loads. Um, the next one is an alcohol free cider. So I found one called Friel's low alcohol cider, which is a little bit more calories than the other two. So it's 73 calories per can, but Compared to like a standard can of Strongbow, that's 163 calories per can. So it's still less than half the amount of calories compared to uh, your normal sort of Strongbow. Next category then is moving into gins. And I realize that many of the, the people that we uh, coach, beer is probably not their preferred drink of choice. I think beer is, it's, it's one of those things where I think a lot of people know, a lot of guys know, it's not the tastiest drink in the world, but for some reason you feel that you're more manly in some way for having a beer. But um, yeah, so moving on to the gin category, there are, there's one called Seedlip, which is 0 0.2 calories. So is that for, for a double shot um, compared to 123 calories for a double shot of standard gin. And that's not including, not including the tonic, but still, it's literally, I can't, I'm going to do the maths here. It's going to take me a while, five times that. Uh, it's like a thousand times less, more than a thousand times less calories than standard gin. So it can make a huge difference. And I've, my, my girlfriend's had, I think she's had the seed lip um, gin alternative recently. And she made me a gin and tonic with that. And for somebody who's not like super into gin, I mean, some people are probably going to be you know, super into gin. They could probably... You know, they, I, I think gin and tonics are just fine for me. They're, they're all right. So if you're, if you're not sort of super, I mean, the seed lip ones, I think are actually quite tasty as well, to be honest. But um, to me, it just tasted like a gin and tonic. If you told me that that was just a normal gin and tonic, I would have, I would have believed it. So it's, you know, they do taste really good. And then there's also a Gordon's version, which is 
24 calories for a double shot. So it's a little bit more calories. It's about five, but still five times less calories than the full alcohol Gordon's gin. And then the next calorie. Sorry to interrupt for a second. There was one thing I forgot to put on here that I thought I better mention because a lot of um, clients have said it's good. Um, Cotswold's gin distillery. This is actually an alcoholic drink, but I'm going to put it in the alcohol-free categories. It's so low. They do this thing called dry gin essence, which is like a little, it's a small container, almost like a, a medicine container, but it's got a pipette in it. And you basically use the pipette to um, distribute this really concentrated gin into your drink. And it's 10 times more concentrated than regular gin. So you only need to use a tiny amount of it. And apparently you get 90% less alcohol than a regular gin um, in a double. And a serving is just 14 calories rather than that 123, as we talked about for that double gin, but it tastes the same. And I've had lots of clients who love gin verify this. So you can add five of these little pipettes to your drink. You can take it in your pocket or your handbag. This is what a lot of other clients said as well. So if you're going to um, to someone's house, you can always take that along with you to a party and say, I'm just going to drink this. Um, and obviously it may be slightly weird, but you're using your little pipette. You, you put it out there and you only have 14 calories, but you get all of the flavor of it. And when it comes down to it, like, a lot of people say they drink because they like the taste, fair enough. But if you can have the taste and 14 calories versus 130, like Ben said, you can have, basically you can have nine drinks, eight, nine drinks um, before you've had the same as just one double gin. So that's another another good one to try. Um, if you like gin, it's Cotswold's Dry Gin Essence. So yeah, next one then is flavored soda waters. So these are both, I mean, these used to be limited to just kind of, um, you know, like a lime and soda, which would be about 53 calories for a medium glass. Um, and most of those calories are actually coming from the lime cordial. So if you have a soda water and then you've got a, you know, like a no added sugar, sugar-free lime cordial with it as well, that's probably going to be even less calories per glass. But still, it's a nice drink that you can have. You can hold it. You can have a slice of lime in it. You can socialize. You can... Because I think the problem with a lot of people with kind of drinking and socializing is if you feel like you can't have a drink and you turn up and you've got either water or you've got nothing, people are going to start people are going to start asking questions. Oh, are you not drinking today? Are you feeling ill or whatever? And that's going to be annoying. It's going to get in the way of your socializing. But if you've got a drink that looks like a drink, it looks like an alcoholic drink, that'll be fine. Um, but yeah, there's also other kind of nicer flavored soda waters as well so fever tree have a soda range where they have an italian blood orange soda which is 20 calories per 100 ml so for a for a drink of that sort of full drink would be about 50 calories versus about 195 calories for the same size aperol spritz so it's an alternative to, to something like that but calories wise um it's going to be a quarter of the calories so you can have four of these italian blood orange soda waters compared to one Aperol spritz. Um, they come in lots of other nice flavors as well. See, so these are the fever tree ones. They've got raspberry and rose soda, Mexican lime soda, white grape and apricot soda. Um, so again, it's just a nice drink that you can have and that you can enjoy, which will allow you to, if you don't want to have the calories, you don't want to have the alcohol, you can still socialize and enjoy that. And then final category in the non-alcoholic is non-alcoholic wines. So just as, as an example, if you, you can get an Ebony Vale alcohol-free Chardonnay, which is 67 calories for a large glass, 
versus 216 calories for a large glass of regular alcoholic Chardonnay. So with the alcohol free, again, you get all those benefits of not having the alcohol. So for example, you know, you're not going to get the munchies and eat loads of other rubbish. You're, it's not going to impact your hormones, etc. You're not going to have a hangover in the morning, which stops you from doing your workout. And you can have three glasses of non-alcoholic wine compared to one glass of regular alcoholic wine. If you're walking around drinking alcoholic wine in a glass, as far as everybody else knows who you're socializing with, you're drinking just like everybody else. You're probably, you'll look like you're getting through even more alcohol than everybody else. And then people will probably start asking questions when you get in your car and you just drive home at the end of the evening. But um, so the, the final non-alcoholic wine alternative is, I'm gonna struggle saying this one, but it looks like it's like Fryxenet. I don't know. 0.0% <laughs> alcohol free sparkling wines. This is like a Prosecco or a champagne alternative. And for a champagne size or normal kind of champagne flute, full of that is going to be 31 calories per serving versus 86 calories per serving for Prosecco. So Prosecco is not massively calorific and you have quite a small glass anyway, but still. You could have three glasses of this um, sparkling wine, non-alcoholic sparkling wine, compared to one glass of Prosecco. And just to come back to those soda waters, as I, as I said uh, before we kicked it off um, on the Facebook stream and on the Instagram stream, I'm a big fan of girly drinks. Um, I, uh, I like an Aperol spritz, but I, um, I had this Italian blood orange soda over the weekend when it was really nice west weather. We were down in Dorset, sitting in the garden, we did have some Aperol and then I just transitioned over. So I had one or two of those um, each day, one or two regular Aperols, but I didn't want all the extra calories and I didn't want to get drunk because I didn't want to hang over and to feel rough. We're doing walking and running and stuff. So just trying to stay active. So I then transitioned over to this blood orange soda. And then by the end of the holiday, I was like, I don't really even want the Aperol. I just have this soda. It's just as nice. And I don't have to feel rough afterwards as well. So I, I, and I, I also actually tried the uh, Mexican lime fever tree soda as well just bought them because i saw them in the supermarket for the first time and that was also delicious it tasted like a real treat as well it comes in a nice bottle but there's barely any calories in it so those are the non-alcoholic um or low alcoholic drinks if we go into the alcoholic drinks there's still a lot of drinks that are going to be a lot better for you in terms of losing weight um versus other other choices so even within alcoholic drinks they're not all created equal some will have a lot more calories than others which means it's going to be a lot harder to lose weight if you do um, consume a lot of those. So the first one of these is just having a single shot of a spirit with a diet mixer. I will always order a spirit uh, single these days. I always used to order a double when we were at university together many years ago now, but Ben and I, yeah, we used to always order doubles because, you know, when you're young, you wanted to get drunk. Don't want that now. I don't want to feel rough the next day. So I'll order a single and a single gin and tonic with a diet tonic or a single vodka or a single whiskey with a Diet Coke or with a lemonade or Diet Coke. Both of those are 55 to 60 calories. They're pretty low calorie drinks and you can fill it up with ice as well compared to 200 to 215 calories for something like a large glass of wine. So what it's important to realize is you could have three or four single spirits with a diet mixer for one glass of wine. So that's a big difference again. Someone can have three or four drinks and you've just had one glass of wine and they've only just had the same as that. And if we compare it to cocktails, which is another thing people often order, we, we mentioned some of them earlier on, you know, things like Ponce da Martini, um, Bloody Mary, um, all these different popular cocktails, you know, Long Island iced tea, Mojito, these things, 
they all are quite sweet. They're all quite tasty, but they're very high in calories. So they range from about 200 to 500 calories, depending on the size and how much alcohol is in them. So 200 to 500 calories is like, it could be the size of a fairly hearty meal in terms of just one cocktail. Whereas a single gin and tonic with a diet tonic or a single vodka, a single whiskey with a, with a diet Coke or lemonade, that's going to be 55 to 60 calories. So it could be almost 10 times less calories and it's still a sweet, tasty drink. So I would always opt for those. Now, Ben, I'll hand over to you for the wine bit because you're the wine connoisseur here. All right. So, um, yeah, you can also get those kind of uh, small bottles of wine. You've probably seen them in the supermarkets. Now, the problem with a normal bottle is it goes off quite quickly. So once you open it, it's hard to it's hard to kind of stop drinking it. So, I mean, you can open a glass of you can open a bottle of wine and you can use one of those things where, you, you know, pump it and seal it back, seal it back up, suck all the air out. But even with that, a few days later, it's not it's never going to taste quite as good as when you just sort of first open the bottle and just had it straight out of the bottle. So it kind of makes you think or makes you feel like you need to, for me anyway, that you have to finish off the bottle because you're going to waste the wine. It's not going to be as enjoyable, especially if it's a nice bottle of wine. Um, the problem with this is if you have, you know, you have half a bottle of wine in an evening, the more you drink, the lower your inhibitions get and you care, you start to care less about things especially start to care less about kind of the long-term consequences of things i think um so you'll start to care less about your kind of fitness goals less about what you want to achieve three months from now you'll just start to think about what you want in the short term like oh that would be nice maybe we should have a takeaway maybe we should get a pizza out of the freezer or whatever you'll just start getting into that short-term mindset oh there's some chocolates down there that would be nice to have those in front of the film with a cup of glass of wine and the result is most people, they end up drinking um, the whole bottle, kind of sharing the whole bottle with somebody else. Or, you know, if you've opened a bottle to yourself and some whoever you're drinking is not having wine as well, you could even end up drinking the entire bottle yourself. And the whole bottle will be about 650 to 700 calories, which, like, like some of those cocktails that Rob was talking about before, is a pretty big meal, 650 to 700 calories. That's a fairly substantial meal. And even half a bottle, which would be 325 to kind of 350 calories that's e even that's a pretty big meal like a that'd be you know well i guess it'd be a, like a small breakfast or a very very big snack and that amount of calories extra so you know either 600 let's say for example every week you're having a bottle of wine or two bottles of wine um the amount of calories you'll get from that is enough to go from losing weight over the course of the week to not losing anything or just kind of maintaining your weight um, over the course of the week or if you're already kind of eating enough to maintain your weight so you're already kind of you know, you're not cutting calories down to account to account for any of this wine it's enough to go from maintaining your weight and staying where you are to you that weight slowly creeping up just because of that extra alcohol so a couple of alternatives you could have are like a, a mini malbec so you get those little glasses where you have a um it's like 170, 187 milliliters of wine in a little bottle. So it's just like a medium glass and that'll be 130 calories. And then you don't have the option of one drink becoming two unless you decide to open another bottle of the same wine. And another example would be you can get a mini Prosecco, which is 200 milliliters, which will give you two glasses of Prosecco. And that's 134 calories. So 
when you go shopping and if, if you know we're not saying you need to cut out alcohol completely it's just about making smarter choices making better choices and allowing yourself to have it all in moderation but whenever you go to the supermarket and you're going to pick up some wine or some prosecco grab yourself a few of those little bottles so that every time you have it it can be a smaller serving rather than having to have a, a full bottle especially with something like prosecco because it's fizzy once you open it you you have to drink the whole bottle that day essentially uh, but yeah, yeah all of those options will basically help to keep those calories down meaning you can drink more and still enjoy drinking, but without stopping your weight loss, just like a client Leslie did. So Rob, I'll let you go through this, um, this case study from Leslie. Yeah. So we've got a couple of examples of clients who have put what we've talked about today into practice, either by drinking less or by not drinking at all and completely changing their results and being able to lose weight again. So the first one is Leslie, from um, Stonehaven in Scotland. And she's a busy mum. She's got grown up children, but they're still at home. And she was regularly drinking and un unable to lose weight um, because of it. So here's what Leslie said. She said, I'm 57. And before Trinity, I was feeling every day of it. I'd been yo-yo dieting for too many years and was caught in a vicious cycle of starting a plan, failing miserably, and then feeling worse than ever. I need to have an operation this year and I want to be in the best possible shape to help make that success and the recovery easier. And I saw members on a Facebook group who joined Trinity and that convinced me to give it a go. After completing 12 weeks on the program, I now feel in control of food and alcohol rather than the other way around. I feel supported and accountable without feeling overwhelmed. I was a size 18 at the start of Trinity and now I'm wearing a size 14 dress. So I'm two stress sizes down after just 12 weeks. I've lost 22 and three quarter pounds and 24 and three quarters of inches. And I feel fantastic. I finally found what works for me. So Leslie was an example of someone who had gone from drinking and it was, you know, it wasn't working for her. She was steadily gaining weight to now being back in control, not only with food, but also with alcohol. So making smarter choices and it wasn't dictating um, her week. It wasn't leading her off track and she was able to lose those two dress sizes in just 12 weeks and 22 and three quarter pounds. So that's about one and a half stone. We have one other example as well as someone um, who's made a massive change with their relationship with alcohol. So I'll let you read this one out, Ben, um, as I believe it was your client. So this one's from Sarah Davies and Sarah says, I'm 44 years old, a mother of two, a girl and a boy who are now 10 and 12, and I work full time in the insurance industry. Despite living quite an active life over the past few years, I found I was relying hugely on alcohol and food for comfort. I felt out of control and didn't really feel like I was enjoying my life and covered that over by drinking pretty much every night, not feeling good enough, the next, not feeling good the next day. I was able to forget it all by eating and drinking, but then in Christmas of 2019, it hit me. My stepfather had recently got diagnosed with lymphoma and I realized that I wasn't actually there for my family. I was drinking to forget it all, but I had a couple of terrible hangovers, which is not something that I ever really suffered. And then I started to realize, actually, it's affecting my job, it's affecting my family, it's affecting all my relationships. And on top of that, it was making me very overweight. I realized, crikey, Sarah, this is not how you want to be, and this is not the person you are. So I wanted to find a way to sort that out, sort that out really, and took a bit of ownership in that. Previously, I've tried Weight Watchers, I've done the Dukan diet, I've done the GI diet, I've tried all sorts, but I really never become consistent and maintained where I was. Since joining a program, I've completely transformed into somebody who owns what I am. I love who I am. I've taken ownership of my life. I am only five foot one and a half. And when I started, I was 11 stone three and a half pounds. I was a size 14, but probably 16. I was buying bigger dresses for work to feel comfortable and I wasn't very comfortable in my clothes at all. 
They were bursting at the seams and my cupboards had every size of clothes from all different sizes I've been. Now I'm generally buying a size eight. I haven't dared to buy anything less because it just seems silly, but I'm eight stone now, which I would never have thought I'd ever have been. I feel comfortable in my own skin. I love my body. I feel strong and fit. It's had a big effect on my children. They're very engaged with what I do. They're very proud of me. Doing this takes doing this does encourage good behaviors. It does make them realize that it's not easy and it takes effort, but that effort is worthwhile. I feel healthy. I feel really strong. I love that I can do press ups. I go to bed at a decent time now. I sleep well, and I've been an I've, I haven't had an alcoholic drink since January 2020. And all of my friends would say to you, they can't believe it. And a lot of people keep asking, when are you having your next drink? And I was like, I don't think about it anymore. I just, I really don't. So that's an amazing example with Sarah of someone who completely changed their relationship with alcohol um, by doing our Fit Over 40 program. And she's now able to either choose our alcohol free drinks we talked about. And we've had lots of discussions about that or just choose something else entirely. And as you've seen, she was able to completely change from a size 14 to 16, really a 16, she said, down to a size eight. So amazing results. If someone, you know, if you're listening to this and you want to find out how Leslie, how Sarah achieved this um, and find out more about the program they use, Ben, where can people go to find out all that info? So to find out more about what we do and about the program that these, these two ladies have followed, just go to www.fit40info.com and you can get all of the information there. So that just about wraps it up for this week's Trinity podcast. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and we'll catch you next week for the next episode. We will see you then. So thank you for listening to today's episode of the Trinity podcast. If you've enjoyed today's episode, don't forget to hit that subscribe button inside your podcast app so you don't miss future shows. And also please leave us a quick review. It only takes two minutes. We do all of these shows completely for free to help you. So we'd really appreciate a quick review if it's helped you at all. So thank you again so much for listening and we'll catch you next week for the next episode of the Trinity Podcast.